The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use, in part or full is to be used without written, express consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G., the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners in helping with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody, to... Actually, it's Wednesday night. It's hump night. Sorry, I had my uh, days mixed up. This uh, whole week's been sort of a... Hectic, if you will. Hopefully, everybody uh, is off to a really good start, if you will, and all the kids are safely back in school. Everybody's back to work, starting off 2015. This is, of course, Greg Dzinski, and this is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, and also relationship and sex specialist. Ooh, baby. And uh, you can call in live, right? Give me your insights. Give me your comments. 586-212-4196. And everybody can check me out on Facebook and also website, the art of relationships, guru, G-U, are you again the phone number to uh, give me a call tonight 586-212-4196 i also got the live chat going up and, and this show is covering about energy zapping relationships looking at what the hell zaps your energy levels in a relationship and everybody's heard their term about the emotional vampires And maybe better yet, what the hell is causing you to stay in them, right? What is causing you to stay in a relationship that just drives you nuts, that you're maybe whipped, you're tired. It's like, oh, God, I don't want another argument today. I don't want another day feeling numb or feeling so distant and just it's absolutely the life out of you. And I'm sure everybody out there has been in this situation maybe once or twice. Like I said, the live chat is up. Uh, and before I get into the show this evening, talk about I actually, after, oh my God, many years from students and clients have suggested, have asked me to write a book. So, Guess what? I am in the works to write a book. So the forthcoming book, it's going to be called Seizing That Total Connection, Achieving Emotional and Sexual Relationship That 
you crave. Ooh, yes. I didn't just throw in the physical. I wanted to use sex to grab everybody's attention. Plus, that's what it's going to be about, okay? It's going to be about the physical integrated with the sexual connection that you crave, tying that in with the emotional connection. Also, I am going to come across just like I am and like clients know me, down to earth, very no psycho babble, like a lot of people out there write books and everything. They're over everybody's head, and they're speaking from a robotic textbook attitude, which I think sucks. So I want to write this book. I'm in the works now, actually, and it's going to be very easy to read. It's going to get at the root of issues to help you out to get that total connection in your relationship. And it's going to be practical. It's going to be easy to implement the strategies I'm going to talk about, right? So that's going to be coming out hopefully in a couple months, but it's in a process now. So I'm pretty geeked about it. And everybody can get off my ass now (laughs) over the last, uh, oh boy, numerous years of me or individuals say, Greg, you should write a book. Okay, get off my ass. That's going to happen. Okay, now going back to the show about zapping your energy. Talk about how many people out there have been caught in a relationship and you're with somebody that is a chronic nagger, right? Nags about you, nags about everything. Um, we'll say, you know, I'm going to get to the constant complainer in a bit. This is different than the constant nagger. The constant nagger is really ripping on you, right? That you never do anything right. You're always wrong, right? And this, in my field, I'm very laid back. I'm like, oh, whatever, go with the flow, okay? I do get maybe opinionated myself, And if someone gets in a situation where they're always constantly nagging, I don't want to turn into a nag either or always wanting people to change it off, right? But if there's an issue, I want to bring it up. That's different than nagging. If you're constantly nagging, ripping, oh, my God, why don't you do this? You didn't do this right. You didn't do that right. Why don't you whatever? Now, if there's constant nagging going on one thing why are you putting up with it and maybe if you're looking at the constant nagging going on I want you to look at yourself and look at you know what do I deserve to be nagged right am I doing stuff that is showing my partner that I don't love them I don't desire them um Maybe I don't care. Maybe that's why they're nagging. Some people might nag just to grab your attention so they feel alive, that you're paying attention, that you are, you're there. Emotionally, you're there for them. However, if you're looking and do an honest gut check, people out there, that I want you to really dig deep and look at, are you doing these things? And why is that person nagging? Or is it just their personality? And if it's constantly going on and on and on and on, you know, a year, two years, three years, my question is, why in the hell are you putting up with it? Or if they're always nagging and ripping on you, 
and, you know, treating you like you never do anything right, do you... Why are they with you then, right? This might be just an issue with them. You know what? Maybe you need to find somebody that you don't have to nag at. Simple as that. Ooh. But the emotional heartstrings cause you to still get sucked in and beat your head up against the wall trying to work on these issues, right? So with the constant nagger, it zaps your energy big time. And how often do you, on your way home, you're like, oh, God, right? You maybe worked all day, right? And you're afraid to go home, right? Maybe not afraid, but you just don't want to deal with the crap. You know you're going to walk in the door and you're going to get nagged about whatever, right? How come you didn't do that? How come you didn't do that? You didn't do this. You're constantly in the wrong, constantly getting ripped on and nagged on. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to go to the bar and sit there. At least I'm not going to get ripped on. Or if I'm going to get nagged on, I'm going to give that person, him or her, a reason to nag on me, right? Um, but you look, again... Look at yourself. What am I doing to create the environment where maybe my partner is nagging on me, right? Am I not showing the love? Do they just want attention and what's going on? Or are you one of those situations, maybe you're zapping the energy from your partner where you keep saying, I'm going to do this, but you never follow through. Right. And that's why they're always ripping on nagging because maybe they don't trust what you say because there's no follow through. Got it? Okay. So look at that. Look at the foundations of the nagging going on. And if you, everything is going smooth according to you, you know what? You got to look in the mirror and take responsibility. And if you're looking at, you are being a good partner and trying to work on things, then you have to ask yourself if nagging continues, right? What in the hell are you doing there? You know what? What would it take for you to get the hell out of that relationship then, right? The nagging aspect, um, I'm going to get into the constant complain or oh my God, the negative nilly or the negative now um, negative Neil, if you will, not to be picking on the ladies. We need to be uh, gender appropriate here because um, they're both complaining individuals. So it's not a woman thing, not a man thing. It's an individual aspect. And if this individual is chronically complaining and negative about the world around them, how difficult is that to be around that person, right? You're like, oh, my God. God, what is he going to be complaining or bitching about? Again, every single day, there's something. And you want to talk one thing. It's almost like working with somebody that is severely depressed and sad. It is extremely draining for me. And I love doing what I do. But on occasion, I'll get, you know, individual clients, not so much the relationship, couples, but I'll get um, maybe severe depressed clients, and they it's very, very draining. So if you have somebody that's complaining and negative all the time, maybe you can offer them 
different insights, right? Maybe you can look at what the hell they have to complain about, what you can do to help. And if nothing else works, perhaps they might see a professional, right? Should you automatically leave that person? No, I, I don't promote that. When I say about with the nagging aspect, what the hell are you doing and still doing in a relationship? I don't mean you automatically get the hell out of the situation. You try to remedy it, and then you go from there, right? If they don't want to get the help with the complaining negative, maybe it is mild depression aspects where they're looking at everything from a negative perspective, and they have a hard time looking at maybe um, what they're grateful for in life, right? Maybe they don't look at, maybe life can suck. Believe me, I deal, I deal with that on an everyday basis in my office. So, you know, if they're always complaining and looking at nothing is good in their life or they're always bitching, complaining about everything, maybe they need help, right? Maybe... Is it fair to you that you put up with all that all the time? And if they don't seek the help or try to get more maybe of a positive or optimistic attitude, you know, that's where maybe a professional can come in and maybe help, you know, if it is mild depression or some other aspects going on. So try to get them the help. But if they refuse and they don't want to try to do anything about it, then you have to make a choice that's healthy for you. And it's not easy, especially with kids involved and everything else. It's not an easy situation to sit there and say, I'm out of here. But you look at, if you wake up every day and you're miserable and you're looking at, oh, my God, he or she is going to be constantly complaining about everything. Everything's wrong in the world. Everything's that. That is going to suck your emotions dry, right? It's going to, as the title of the show tonight says, it's going to zap your emotions, and you are going to be miserable. Oh, my God. How many people want to be miserable, right? Oh, my God, yeah, I'd love to go out and bang my head up against a brick wall outside. Uh, I would love to do this all the day, you know, every day, all the day. So it's very difficult difficult when someone is constantly nagging you, complaining, right? And then you live your life and you're supposed to be okay with that. And it's almost like the people that are nagging or more so the complaining, chronic complaining is that they want you to get sucked down in their misery, right? The misery loves company. So don't allow it out that to happen. Try to hold on to yourself. Offer help and even offer a suggestion uh, for them maybe to talk to somebody professionally. Be tactful. Don't say, oh, I think you're whacked. You better talk to somebody. That doesn't go over too smooth, right? Okay. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm going to take a few minute breather and I'll be back in a few moments. Thanks for listening. I'll be back in a few minutes. Thank you. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shay on Facebook. She has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. 
It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Even in the moment with the light upon your face, I'll look up and show the motion I'll use. I can hear breathing, I feel the space and I I'll be the one you'll never know Once you were the wildest man I've ever known Free from what the other said On your Everybody, that's Freak Out by Tapes and Tapes. Welcome back. This is the Art of Relationships Radio Show. This is Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, coined by PPRN uh, Radio out in Connecticut. Uh, oh, my God, it's been over a year ago now. Anyways, talking about energy zapping relationships or things that zap your relationship and just sort of you're walking around like you're carrying a cement freaking suit around with you and you are just drained emotionally and what to do about it and what you can maybe uh, cure that or remedy it or maybe you need to do a gut check and maybe this ain't working for me if you know what I bust my ass I'm trying to help and everything else sort of goes down the t- toilet so I can't do this anymore and maybe you need to stop playing the martyr role and maybe you need to get some help 
yourself. Okay? So getting back on to that topic about zapping your relationships, and I talked about, you know, the emotional vampires. What other things sort of zap your energy in a relationship, people? Give me a call, 586-212-4196, okay? What about those people, and I talked about this uh, a long time ago, when um, you're in a toxic situation or somebody's an addict, how much energy is killed and stress is created when, what do I want to say, when you're always worried about if they're going out, if they're going out and they're going to drink, right, again, or maybe use drugs again, fall off the wagon, or they're going to go ahead and they're going to relapse, right? This is one thing that just adds a lot of stress in a relationship. Relationships are very difficult, as most people know, to begin with, right? Some are smooth, smoother than others. We get that. And others have to work harder at it, which is fine. But relationships are work in itself. However, dealing with an addiction and what happens typically, right? You have someone that nags, nags, and complains chronically, like I talked about at the beginning of the show, and their partner tends to be an addict, right? Why don't you stop drinking? Why don't you whatever? And it's sort of like a dog chasing its tail. The nagging, complaining sort of go on and on, and it maybe doesn't force, but they sort of relapse or start drinking again. They say, you know, I'm also do this. I can't handle nagging and complaining all the time, so I'm going to go back and start drinking or using drugs again, right? What the hell? Again, that's not your fault. That's the addiction speaking, and they need to find some other avenue to do that. Maybe you need to look at yourself if you are the chronic complainer or chronic nagger in a situation like this. Why are you keep nagging and complaining? You know what? I even offer, it sounds whacked and crazy. You know what? Most phones, smartphones, whatever, they have recording where you can record yourself, man. Maybe you need to record yourself one time and just listen to it and say, oh, my God, if someone was doing this to me, I'd be going nuts too. So that might be an avenue to take, okay? So, you know, addicts in another way, you sit there. Do you, how much help do you provide, right? You're supposed to love to death do your part and all that, right? I'm all for that in a healthy situation or even, you know, some rough spots. But if you're living with an addict for 20 years, 30 years, should you put up with that? That's not my decision to make out there. That's you, right? But if you're always constantly worried and stressed and nothing's changing, the only thing that you can do is look at yourself and try to promote self-growth and self-respect, And maybe you need to leave that relationship, right? Or at least try to find a healthier spot for you, okay? Other energy zapping aspects I run into a lot are when parental issues, parenting issues, I should say, is when, right, the mean one (laughs) and the nice parent, right, the good cop, bad cop situation and it's very difficult, and it causes a lot of stress in relationships. Not only a lot of stress, it's like your energy is like, screw it, and you almost want to give up. 
And that's where, you know, one parent might discipline the kid and the other one lets them off or there's no discipline at all. And the one that might be more disciplinarian or more have more healthy, I say healthy boundaries, right? And the other one is so permissive. It's like, screw that. Why even bother? And it's like, you just contradict each other big time. And that, I think, not only zaps the energy level of the one that maybe wants to instill boundaries or discipline, healthy discipline measures, but it also zaps the energy level of the one that's too permissive. Because what happens is, right, they're maybe spending all their energy trying to protect the kids, trying to always guard against the other one being too strict. Oh, they're our babies. We can't do this. They're there to love, right? And, you know, screw discipline them. And that's going to create a huge, huge headache for you both. So what would it take for you guys perhaps to get on the same page regarding parenting aspects um, and even talk about, you know what, this is killing me. This is killing our relationship and it's creating too much stress. So what the hell can we do about it, right? How in the hell can we go ahead and work as a team? Ooh, right? And that's a big thing aspect as well. When you feel like your partner and you are not on the same page and you're not a team player, if you will, right? It's very, very difficult where you're always going to run into arguments you're always going to run into stress, and you're always going to feel like you're carrying freaking cement blocks around your feet, right? If you're not a partner, it's almost like you guys are fighting one another. You guys might not be arguing whatever, but it's like you're doing stuff that is counterproductive in the relationship and maybe is being disrespectful to each other, and you don't even know it. So what would it take for you guys to sort of look at yourselves and look at, you know what, man, I keep my energy is zapped. I'm getting depressed because of our relationship, because of these issues going on. And what can we do about it, right? I don't want to, what happens if your partner comes up to you and says, you know what, this, my energy is just dead. It's killed. I have no more energy to fight anymore, to argue anymore, to deal with this anymore. I'm done, right? What do you do, right? You come and see Greg. Oh, no. Well, maybe if you're in the area. But you try to work on those aspects. And, you know, if your one partner says, I can't do this anymore, something's got to change, or um, I can't do this, I'm done. And the partner, oh, my God, it can't be that. And there changes a dynamic that happens. And actually, because of, if you want to say the shit hitting the fan in those situations, it might cause the other partner to pay attention and listen. Or, again, right? Oh, they're always complaining about something. They don't really mean it. How many people are like that, right? They're always complaining, but they're not going to do anything about it. And maybe you're thinking that situation. So if that energy level, you know, your energy level in the relationship is zapped. We have stress from work and everything else. I get that. But when you... Come to a point when you're in a relationship and it's like you guys are in a fog or you're in a fog. You know what I'm talking about, people out there. I'm sure, you know, I've been in that situation myself. I'm sure you guys have or most people out there listening have been in a situation where you're just, you're like a zombie. 
know, zombie or you're always so, your body's so heavy. Excuse me, I'd take a little drink for a bit. Oh, but you're always, you know, you have no energy. You're always, you're feeling drained. You know what I'm talking about? And you look at you look at everything outside your, you know, the relationship, work and everything. It's not that. It's not. It's a relationship. And what can you do? Maybe your partner's feeling the same way. And ask. Can you ask your partner, you know what? I feel just drained. All the stress, all the constant BS that we deal with. Do you feel the same? Chances are they probably will. And what can you do to remedy the situation, okay? Another aspect is um creates a lot of heated battles is financial situations okay and real quick i talk about you know i'm one that doesn't if you're married you don't have to put all the monies in one pot right you can you know you can have maybe a joint account for the bills, whatever you equal, whatever you do, right? Whatever works for you. People, oh, you're married. You need to have just one account and that's it. You know what? I'm not a big fan of that. If it works for you, that's great, right? People that have been married before divorced, and yes, I am one of them, as many people know, that, you know, if you get burnt financially, that's going to be a very difficult situation to get into and maybe a second marriage or a relationship. So you have to do what's best for you guys. And that might not mean you don't love each other. It just means you're trying to avoid maybe stressful situations or even power struggles, right? Okay, so going back on topic about zapping the relationship energies is the financial burdens. What happens if one of you are... Maybe both of you are busting your ass just to make ends meet, um, like most of us out there. That you know, you bust your ass, you work your ass. Maybe working overtime if it's available, or maybe you're even looking for a job, and your partner goes off and spends frivolously. Right? You go out. I deal with with this with a lot of couples, and it's not just a woman spending; it's a guy too. So again, it's not a gender bias. It's an individual situation to where, you know, you're trying to grow and trying to work and pay bills and they're going out and all of a sudden you're always behind and late on bills all the time and late fees and they just pile up and you're looking at that goes back to the aspect I said about not being partners and your one partner is going to look at, well, you don't really care about me that I'm busting my ass or we're busting our ass for this and maybe your other partner is going to say well you don't care about me I want to have fun and I want to spend what I have whatever Ooh, then you look at the situation to you know how do you get on the same page financially right and how can you balance each other out because financial control facets and relationships, right? They create a lot of upheaval, and it's based on control. What would it take that you guys are both on the same page with finances and that you're able to look at, you know, what is best for the relationship and maybe what is best for the individuals in the relationship as well? Because financial burdens add stress. When we all have bills, um, believe me, I'm right with you, people. Um, you have bills and you're scrimping, scraping, trying to make bills on time or whatever, just trying to survive. 
and your partner sort of cutting your legs out from under you and maybe spending on stuff that are not needed. They might be a want, but they're not needed, and you're not a partner like that. And then your partner will come up to you. What are you? You're not my parent, right? You can't tell me what to do. Ooh. And then you look at, you know, before you get further maybe in debt or further financial burden that, you know what, what do you do to sort of cut your losses if you guys aren't going to work on a team and CYA, right, cover your ass. So that's all part of being a partnership and looking at the financial burden. What can you do to be on the same page and look at maybe look at how important or what the underlying issues are. Why is maybe someone so overly tight with money, right? And why is someone always wanting to spend it all the time? A lot of times that might have to go with a lot of hurt or whatever that maybe people grew up dirt poor and you have two extremes, right? You grew up dirt poor and people, oh, I didn't have money for this, so I want to go out and spend, uh, spend, 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 spend. Then you have the other extreme, right? They grew up through poor and they don't ever want to go back, so they're not going to have any fun. They're not going to spend any money. Um, so if you look at the finances, look at what is at the root and the heart of maybe the issues at hand. Ask yourself, am I spending too much or am I being too tight and not really living, right? So the financial burdens can that huge, huge, huge zaps the energy of a relationship, okay? So definitely the nagging, constant complaining, uh, financial burdens uh, tied in with, you know what, you never do anything right, right? I'm always doing everything wrong. Okay, another aspect that deals with a lot of people that zaps your energy level What about sexual frustration? How many couples the energy is zapped or is maybe the sexual frustration as a result of everything else happening, right? And maybe, and I, I, you know, a lot of couples, oh, our relationship is great. Sex is not that important to one of you, but it is the other. And the other one's supposed to sell themselves out, right? And say, okay, sex won't be that important to me and they're going to be miserable, But sexual frustration, usually, not always, but typically as a result of the relationship in the toilet. You know, all these aspects, I'm talking about zapping energy levels, the sexual frustration you see is caused by the emotional disconnect and those, you know, related aspects, you know, throughout the the medical aspects. Um, And I'm going to touch on that in a second, too, as far as... uh, um, energy zapping in a relationship. But the sexual frustrations, right? If someone, if sex is always an issue, right? Oh, we're great. We're like best friends, but our sex life sucks. It's non-existent. That is always going to be in the, not even in the back of your mind. That's going to be in the forefront of the one that is desiring sex more. Got it? That's common sense. So the one that is higher in desire sexually, it's going to create that cement blanket I talked about before. It's going to create, it's always going to be there. And again, if you're not sexually compatible and you don't look at the issues, 
Again, that's going to be one thing that you're not going to feel like a man. You're not going to feel like a woman if your partner doesn't desire you, right? You're not going to feel loved. You're not going to feel attractive. Your self-esteem is going to go in the dirt. And if the self-esteem and self-worth is in the dirt and based on the sexual frustrations, that's a huge, huge energy zap right there in itself. So you look at you know, anything that causes, and sexual, let's face it, hits on the realm of, you know, zapping the energy level. And if it isn't there, it's all, you could joke about it, right? But you know it's always there, and it's not really a joke when it comes to the sexual frustration. You know, if your partner doesn't care to maybe remedy the situ- any of these situations, not just a sex, if your partner acts like, oh, I don't care, this is the way I am, um, I'm not going to change, you knew this, you knew that, then you have to look at situation and ask yourself, if, you know what, if the energy level in your relationship is sort of toxic for you, if, you know, the lack of energy in your relationship, let's face it, it's going to cause a lack of energy in you, you're going to feel maybe depressed, you're going to feel, you know, something to wake you up and alive, and that's typically when, you know, maybe affairs happen, or, you know, something else goes down, so you want to look at, you know, what is zapping your energy level, target it, and then go from there. Another one, um, very difficult to deal with on the energy levels getting reduced. Oh, my God, my voice is, and I'm not so chipper tonight. What the hell? I need to wake up. But (laughs) talking about medical issues, this is very, very difficult to deal with in couples. You have chronic a chronic medical condition. Say you have arthritis, right? Rheumatoid arthritis. Or you have maybe Crohn's disease, maybe, you know, fibromyalgia where you're in chronic pain. You know, maybe you have had back surgeries and chronic uh, medical conditions that go on. And this alone zaps your energy. And this is very, very difficult, right? How do you deal with and how do you handle when your partner has a chronic medical condition you're battling between you know what maybe i hate this i love my partner but i hate this medical condition and you know what i don't feel alive i feel like i'm sacrificing myself Ooh. then what happens you start feeling guilty for feeling this way right medical conditions are very very difficult and the way i handle this with couples is trying to get the medical condition, right, whatever it may be, that that's the enemy, right, not your partner. And how can you be so supportive with the medical condition and what do you do in a situation, right? How can you be there if your partner has fibromyalgia or whatever? And that, let's face it, when there's medical condition, that affects, that increases stress. It affects your mood, and it just, it does, in its own essence, It'll kill the energy in a relationship, right? Talking about zapping it, it'll kill it, and it's very, very difficult. So number one thing, if your partner has a chronic medical problem or complication, you know what? How can you be supportive and sort of get it and don't treat your partner as the enemy? Because when that happens, right, that's going to also, that's going to further suck the energy out of the race relationship anymore. So if you can be understanding and 
supportive, actually that's going to create and build and increase the energy level in a relationship because you guys are going to be more like a team and the medical condition is the enemy, okay? So you hit on all those aspects and hopefully those will help. So you need to look at yourself, hit on the get at the root of the medical problem, what is actually zapping the energy level, confront it, deal with it. Don't sweep it underneath the rug, okay? Because being afraid to rock the boat or to confront an issue is going to make it worse and it's going to cause you to blow up down the road. I don't care, like I said numerous times, six months down the road, a year down the road, five years down the road. An issue is going to come back up and it's going to blow up and bite you in the ass. So you want to hit on it head on if it's, you know what, why are you complaining all the time? And sometimes when they're complaining, they might, they might realize it, but they might not even care right? Then you need to assess what is best for you. Offer help, offer suggestions for them to get help. And then if they don't, then you have decisions to make. Okay. So try to be a team player, right? And be honest, right? It might hurt and it might piss your partner off, but you know what? Oh my God, I feel like I'm just so stressed in the relationship all the time and I can't deal with this and I want it to change. I want us to feel more energized and more lively in our relationship. And what are your suggestions? What can we do to take care of it? Okay. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm going to be cutting out a little early. And thank you very much for listening again, people. So check out website as always, theartofrelationships.guru. And on Facebook, too, okay? Everybody have an awesome hump night. I'll be back Sunday live, 8 o'clock, and be juicing it up, driving it up, the radio show a little bit, be a lot more lively, and hopefully energetic topic coming up. Oh, hit me up big time, okay, with topic suggestions. Send me a message on Facebook, private message, or you can even email me at greg at the art of relationships dot guru okay so peace out much love thanks again for all your love and support people much love to y'all licensed relationship and sex counselor greg dozinski's also known as master g the art of relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships he will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G.